Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to Minute 53. In this minute, Delia tries to convince others that she loves kids. Ha, 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 ha. Charles toasts the city guests. May your buildings go condo. And Otho won't let the subject of ghosts lie, though Delia tries to change the subject. And it's the beginning of one of the most iconic scenes in the movie. And I would like to welcome, take a moment, at least, to welcome back our special guest, Mr. Chris Taylor. Hi, I'm still here. I actually don't think I got introduced yesterday. But hey, I'm still here. And y'all could probably tell because, you know, I, I have a very distinctive voice. That you do. <laughs> and speaking of distinctive voices, there will be distinctive voices in this minute. How appropriate. <laughs> Can I just back up a minute? Because I forgot to mention something in the previous minute. It's just a costume thing. Anyone else notice how Delia's wearing one long black glove mm. and that her other hand is so pale, it's almost like wearing one long white glove, <laughs> which brings to mind to me Cruella de Vil of <laughs> 101 Dalmatians, mm. which I kind of like because, you know, she's kind of evil, although she's growing on me a little bit uh, in recent minutes. Oh, I don't think Delia's evil. I think she's just misguided. <laughs> misguided, yes. Well, no one really thinks they're evil, right? Yeah. I've, I've grown to really like Delia rewatching the movie. <laughs> I Yeah, I actually do have an affection for her. But at this moment, we don't have affection for her yet. Well, We're she not has, supposed to. She hasn't really, aside from the one tiny little scene, she hasn't really fallen into the evil stepmother trope either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from, from the, you know, a, a few tiny things here and there. But for the most part, she's... Yeah. And I like her in the, I'm, I'm, I'm warming up to her, or we're, I think we're all supposed to warm up to her during these minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we do learn she loves kids, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off uh, Lydia's reaction, no, no, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she tries. Bless her, she tries. <laughs> uh, again, there's talk about designer sheets, and uh, no. <laughs> those are, well, I mean, well, maybe, maybe, I guess. maybe they are designer sheets in the sense that, Designed to look. that they look just like normal sheets, but people pay $7,000 for them. And mm-hmm. you look at them and are like, what's, why? Sometimes designer sheets, though, I used to work at um, Dillard's in their um, home department. And sometimes that can just mean that there's like a 500 thread count. So they're extra, extra, extra soft. The higher the thread count, the more fancy the sheet. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. You wouldn't be able to tell that just from looking at them. Mm. I think they just like the line in designer sheets, no less, that they kept it in no matter what. Ghosts the sheets and designer like. sheets, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just such a fun line that they're like, that's fine. We, we don't have it, It's the same thing with the cardboard boxes. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to notice this in the props. <laughs> Speaking of fun lines, the next dinner party I'm at, I am, I am totally going to use his toast because that's just fun. <laughs> May all your buildings go condo. <laughs> it's such a great yuppie 80s line. It is. <laughs> Isn't it, though? And well, especially for the real estate king. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's funny is like the whole movie, I, fe- I think, feels kind of timeless until this scene. Because 
the other excuse me the other guests are so new york looking they are just you know they they look like extras from wall street straight uh, central casting yeah it, it's crazy <laughs> even with the mini mouse bow the 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 woman in the gold outfit i don't i don't know these characters names barrel Meryl. Meryl. Barrel. Barrel. No, the one in the gold outfit. The gold outfit, the other one. Oh, Grace. 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 Yeah. Grace in the gold outfit. That, she just looks, she and Dick Cavett are super, super gold, like super 80s. Grace is the Art in America editor. Dick Cavett is uh, Delia's, Delia's agent. agent. Beryl is the editor for Valentine Books and Otho's Otho. Otho's Otho. Who has <laughs> apparently had many jobs in his lifetime, mm-hmm. though currently interior decorating. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know if there'd be jobs per se. <laughs> Interests. Interest. Interest. He's had yes. many callings. Yes. <laughs> it, it's it's fun to watch Delia squirm a little bit in that awkward pause that happens several times during this scene. Mm-hmm. Well, she has to think of something to say because, bless her heart, she's trying so hard to make things congenial and to have everybody kind of have a good time. I mean, you know, uh, she doesn't want to just be the center of attention necessarily. She wants everyone to have fun. And she also is trying to help as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. This is where I like their relationship yeah. as they kind of like eyeball, eyeball, and, and they totally try and bounce off of each other. Yeah, I, I love that look he, she gives whenever, because she gives him like, that glance, like, do something, and mm-hmm. as soon as he starts toasting, like, she lights up, like, you are getting such a nose licking later. Like, it's, <laughs> the look on her face is adorable. Like, she's just like, yay! You know? And she's like, it's back on track, everything's normal again. And then Otho, her, her pal, Otho, is the one that's like, so, about these ghosts, though. <laughs> and just derails everything again. <laughs> yeah, the script had, had Delia a, a bit more vehemently protesting Lydia's speaking on the ghost subject. Oh, yeah. She's awful She's in the script. She's pretty bad in the script, actually. Yeah. I wonder how much of um, Catherine O'Hara, when she was brought in, you know, helped rewrite the script. Because, you know, things get, do get, you know, rewritten after actors are hired. Well, it's funny you say that. Aww. Because, so, as we discussed Way back when we first started this whole minute thing, that um, Adam's music taste wasn't Calypso, was uh-huh. more R&B old school. And in the script, it actually has them singing Ink Spots, uh, the Ink Spots song. Which is? So originally the song was going to be the Ink Spots, If I Didn't Care For You, uh, which some people may have heard in Bioshock, Shawshank Redemption, or... Miss Pettigrew lives for a day. It is actually the climactic moment of this sweet, sweet movie that I just have to mention because... Not a lot of people know about this movie, but if you are an Amy Adams fan or a Lee Pace fan or um, what's her name from Fargo? Help me out here. Francis McDormand fan. It is a precious little movie. Y'all should check it out. Definitely. Uh, So the song, if you haven't heard it, is a very slow ballad, which I can't see that working in this at all was it this scene or was it earlier with uh adam no this was where it was going to be (laughs) uh adam was a huge ink spots fan and uh this was going to be it but getting back to kathy uh catherine o'hara lovely lovely casting she and charles jeffrey jones decided that uh, calypso would be a better fit for this and uh, once that happened, they rewrote Adam's obsession to be Calypso music, and it works so much better. Oh, it's the night. It's a very iconic scene. In Which the is why we have Calypso music to finish out our minute, in case anyone was wondering. Right. <laughs> so, do we have anything else to say on that, or are we going to go to the next minute for that kind of thing? After Saved by the Belafonte. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured I'd dive into the actual song in the next minute because we really start to hear it. 
Okay, well, what I'm curious about is she um she says because Otho starts bringing up to you know, hey Lydia, tell us about your ghost, and she and Delia says no, I don't want to talk about that anymore. What I want to talk about is we never find out. I don't think she had anything in mind, and she was hoping that and Charles would come up with Charles something. Charles would come up with something, and then saved by the Belafonte. So perhaps she was a little relieved, like, "Oh, thank God, I'm being possessed right now. I don't understand why. <laughs> I didn't believe in the ghost and designer sheet theory, but um, I this is just such an awkward moment that I'll take it. I'll take this out. I love when she first starts. It's like she looks so confused. Yes, and then it gets more confused. Like the first note, she's kind of like, "Wow!" And then, "What the hell's coming out of my mouth?" <laughs> it's brilliant. And and yeah, call me a simpleton, but uh, it, it's just a fun humor. No matter where I see it, you know, they're really happy, and then immediately, you know, Charles Charles's reaction. Charles' reaction the, was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Which also reminds you about how much fun these two probably had during the courting phase. Well, I mean, just looking at Winona Ryder's face when she starts really singing. She's giggling. She is having a ball. That is, that is a very un-Lydia moment where she is just, ah. That's whenever how, you know, Barbara would refer to her as a normal little girl to her. Mm-hmm. That is her being a normal little girl. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wonder what Charles was actually looking under the table for. Maybe a radio speaker, or something? Speaker, okay. radio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to so see if somebody was controlling his wife somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a puppet. puppet. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that cutoff of just the, <laughs> you couldn't see, you can't see my face in radio. But uh, yes, just... this, is a, this is not a visual medium. <laughs> it is not. Just rewatch that part of the minute and check out Charles's <laughs> laugh. And on that note, uh, I just want to say goodbye and Deo. Don't say anymore. We'll have to pay for it. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.